0: Greetings everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the coast with the most. The Gulf Coast. The third coast of Texas. The darkest truths from the darkest web need to be told. And you must listen to the beyond top secret Texan. Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning in to broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. And I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas, and it is my pride and privilege to be doing so. Thank you, each and every one of you out there in Dreamland listening to this so that this is your first episode or this is going to be your last episode thank you all very much for the attention you have paid I know your time is precious it is the most valuable resource we have in the entire universe is time I know everyone's time is short I know everyone's time is money mooney, if you like David Icke like I do Regardless of how you feel about David Icke, he does say some incredible sound bites like <laughs> Money Mooney, it's for the moon, and, uh, you know, there's a lot to say about that, getting into that uh, tangent, but, you know, let's jump into the subject, I know a lot of you already know the introductions, you can follow me through LinkTree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan, LinkTree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan, remember that's tr.ee slash... Beyond Top Secret Text in all lowercase. The only link you'll ever need to find all my social media that's active, as well as uh, web projects, etc. You can donate or tip through Twitter or through the Spotify app or through the pod- Spotify for Podcasters, formerly Anchor FM, for uh, purely symbolic, but at the same time, access to hundreds of episodes in the archive. But it's also purely symbolic to show that you support independent media, paranormal and occult conspiracy theory, uh, reality, and, uh, you know, paranormality news, uh, both the natural and supernatural philosophies. And, you know, if you have the uh, cash 2-tip and everything, generosity does improve one's mental health and happiness and cures depression. Uh, you give what you get, and if you put out a good wave of karma out there in the universe, then one will come back to you. So thank you all very much out there who are helping improve the world's karma by donating specifically to the Beyond Top Secret Texting podcast. And, uh, you know, generally in all the things that you do, good and uh, brave and bold that they are. You know, and I understand times are tough, so like, subscribe, and share that is the free uh, option, that is the that is the option that's available to everybody with just five minutes and a little bit of foresight. You can share this on your social media, you can share this to Reddit, you can share this to 4chan, you can share this to whatever social media that you would love and operate Telegram for example. Uh, share my videos, rumble, um, you know, and to be honest, I'm a one-man operation, and I used to take that very seriously, getting an uploading of all my content online, but now that I'm working and, uh, starting this, uh, new family and, and, got the housing project and everything, that it's just, I mean, I, I completely rely on word of mouth, I completely rely on you, the listener, the viewer, the subscriber, the follower, to, um, out there in dreamland to to help uh further the message help spread the message the the beyond top secret texan podcast is completely grassroots and word of mouth independent production shadow banned, censored to the extreme all my platforms that got super popular uh have been deplatformed already within three years the rise and uh, the rise in war or the Beyond Top Secret Texan against the mainstream media, social media machine, uh, you know, has been, has been intense and grueling and not without casualties, you know, I, I consider on both sides, but we have lost the TikTok channels, we have lost an Instagram channel at 3,000 followers, we have lost... Uh, like, like everything that you could prove on paper, except for the rising Twitter page and um, the YouTube channel. Surprisingly, YouTube channel still there. <laughs> Surprisingly, although it has been uh, a few uh, good while, few few moons since I uploaded anything worth anything. Because at this point, you know YouTube is in the dark ages, and I can't wait till it reforms itself. Uh, you know, why support a machine that has constantly threatened to slit your throat simply for wanting to be a part of it and, um, uh, you know, take away all your hard work, et cetera, without any kind of compassion or remorse as long as you play its weird politically correct game. But we have survived. We have thrived, I would like to say, as far as channels go. Um, we can't complain about our, our performance, especially as a podcast. We're thriving, and we're much more successful than we ever thought we'd be. And I mean, the royal weed. This is a one-man operation. Um, Me and all the voices in my head. Uh, No, no. Me and the collective energies of us as a fan, dumb as a collective. uh, You know. group as a, as a movement, I should say, no, as a, as a follow, as a podcast channel, as a multimedia experience through social media and podcasting and YouTube videos, reaching out, talking to community members, and at this point now, it's, it's completely morphed into a totally different era, um, having knowledge of shills, having knowledge of these deep state spies, but man, it's been a crazy and awesome ride, and, um, that alone, I could talk about, um, as a meta experience joining this podcast movement and everything and then joining this this seemingly uh shadow world that exists um a subculture world that exists that's pretty pretty damn intense and close to being a rock star it really is um but yeah we'll get into it the subject today is going to be speaking on agenda 2030. The subject for today's episode is Speaking on Agenda 2030, and as an A-side, I am fully aware of the introductions, uh, and, and I totally understand if people skip them and everything, but we gotta make them. Every episode's gotta make them. It's just reality of radio and stuff like that, so, I mean, it, it is a necessary evil, as it were, uh, I'm trying to do my best to summarize the intros and to uh, streamline them and everything, keep them under 10 minutes. And I understand most YouTube videos are not 10 minutes long, and I'd say most YouTube videos suck because of that. But yeah, I understand there's also a lot of ADHD people out there. And you know what? I'm just going to tell you up front, if this is your first episode, the Beyond Top Secret check it is a long format. It is longer than a college class of course most of the time. It's an hour and a half on average, with episodes sometimes exceeding three to four hours. And it is all monologue. It is all stream of consciousness. It is all off the top of my head. It is all improvised, it's all one take, uh, first take, you know, it is all organic, and it's all, um, conversationally colloquial, it's all told as if though I'm conversing with a friend at a bar, um, nothing is censored, nothing is held back, everything is raw and real, and, and I say it's, it's, Completely filled with dialogue. It is absolutely filled with dialogue. It is not airtime or, or musical breaks or jokes or stupid stories and anecdotes or anything like that. It's not creepy pastas or green text. Although I do sometimes share the creepy pastas and green text. Uh, what I'm telling is not a LARP. It's not uh, voice acting. It's not dramatized. It's not recreated or anything. It is absolutely just me speaking to you wherever you may be and whoever you may are. And so, let's get into it. 2030, the agenda of the global elites, what... I have been speaking about is trying to get more political trying to understand more of a worldly uh, impact to this message as I've already dealt with the cosmic and I've already done with the astral and I feel like I'm zooming into the microscopic now but at this point this is still global. This is still not only global but I'll try to make it even more specific to Texas and Texas' need to be independent so that we can create our own destiny because this is the world we will be having to gain independence from i predict texas independence by 2035 and while i know it will not be a perfect revolution or even a clean one um i hope it be as non-violent and as peaceful a process as possible a bloodless coup as it were um I also hope that it will be one of reform internally, but I also understand that necessarily, necessarily it will need the popular support and be ex- absolutely modeled on the United States of America that it was created by, fashioned by, uh, supported by, and uh, shaped by. So that this Agenda 2030 is not only a purely external, globalist force, political, psychological, spiritual, sociological, cultural, uh, anthropological, whatever kind of force, political, that you would like to call it, that the Agenda 2030 isn't a purely foreign force coming from, say, Geneva, Switzerland, or Europe, or London, England, or um, Toronto, Canada... Or Washington, D.C. You know, it's not from the Vatican only. It's not from Australia. It's not from anywhere. China. It's a global rise of a aristocracy-controlled, plutocracy-controlled technocracy that is in the same spirit of utopianism, but with Malthusian. Sorry, Malthuselian is a fucking complex word. Like I said, this is all unscripted. This is all from the top of my head. And when I think of something, sometimes my my ability to speak it or say it is, you know, not 100% accurate. So, uh, Malthusalean, that's the word I'm trying to think about, Malthusian. Uh Only human after all. Um which is a completely bullshit philosophy, by the way. It's, it's absolutely a, uh, a completely hypothetical and, and c- inaccurate and erroneous uh, mind game, as most of those completely mental philosophies are. the philosophy is simply the pressured and anxious, uh, neurotic uh, phobias of people raised in overcrowded urban environments projected onto the world at large large, that they truly cannot grasp the scale and size of, nor the power and bounty of. (laughs) It's because they are infertile souls that they believe the world that they respond from to be infertile. Uh, These are people who are completely divorced from natural philosophy and um, do not understand or experience the real world. Uh, They will focus on tragedies and Um, great disasters, but not on the seemingly infinitely renewable and rejuvenative qualities and aspects of nature that are equally abundant and like yin and yang, merely the perception points of the same spectacle. Uh, For every oil spill, for example, they fail to notice that the world, despite the great chaotic uh, infusion of toxins and artificial mankind's industrial shit, basically, that nature seems to just shrug that fucking shit off and re-recreate re, itself in spite of mankind's uh, trespasses, like, as if though we were meaningless and... Sh- That's what's truly humbling, is the fact that we're meaningless in the entire scale of things, and we have no uh, real progress as a species. Uh, We we exist and we cover such a little territory. For example, 75% of the world's surface is ocean, or water, uh, freshwater, lakes, rivers, things like that. So, 75% of the world is a biome, water, marine, Aquatic uh, That mankind cannot survive in We have We need land, we're terrestrial So we only live in 25% Of the possible Earth surface Of that 25% of the earth surface You know that we don't cover 100% of it Truly, besides just lines On a map and the political Jurisdiction or whatever Most of the world is completely uninhabited Uncivilized Frontier land Wilderness, uh, what have you, you know, the wilds, the woods, uh, the forests, the mountains, the deserts, the swamps, the myriad of diverse, inhospitable, uh, untamed lands across the world and all the continents, even in Europe, Asia, China, for example, has massive amounts of wildernesses. In, and they have the most people in the world, over a billion, almost two billion people, and they still have a majority of their land unoccupied and uncivilized, unterritorized, and um, they're not going to run out of resources or are projected to anytime soon uh, or run out of land, conceivably. The entire world's population could fit inside China as equally as it could fit inside Texas or Alaska or Loch Ness, which is an absolute true statistic that every single person on Earth could fit into a lake, a loch in Scotland. Uh, Because people do not occupy much space, not as much as the people, Malthusian global urbanites, uh, who are infertile and unimaginative, really ever truly want you to know how small and insignificant of a species we truly are. And um, you know, all roughly said and done, we occupy maybe 3% of the planet's surface with any meaningful urban or domestic development, agricultural or otherwise. And even then, we take very little from the land that isn't already industrially created. Like, uh, we don't hunt animals, by and large, as a species. We rely on cattle and other, like chickens, and other artificially, genetically bred animals for that specific purpose. We already have a pretty carbon-neutral footprint, as ironic as that sounds. And yes, I know there's pollution, but at the same time, you can't see that from space. You can't see uh, the cities and lights. Those are CGI photographs. Uh, the truth is, even at night, the world is completely pitch black. You know, like it's it's not like you can see the 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 cities from. That's it's completely just a, a low altitude, low orbit uh, CGI enhanced propaganda uh, to create sellable, marketable imagery. To help fund these programs through the free market and the entertainment complex, it's if you actually see the world, it's just a black, you know, and then in the shadow world, the night, the night half, it's just black. It's absolutely twilight. Um, you know, it's it's this idea of mankind literally lighting up the planet. It's on is false. It's it's. Is such an amazing advancement on our technology and, and our society and sophistication when you actually just think about the reality that we are just you know recently able to spread around the planet itself if you believe conventional history within the last hundred years and then now at the point where we believe that we're literally consuming the entire planet uh, with our urbanity and existence I mean, that's just absolute madness <laughs> that's just absolute lunacy But it's the lunacy of living in a city all your life that sucks with pollution, that you have to drink lead, pipe water, and fluoride, and the political bullshit and nonsense of a madhouse of a uh, society. Um, And like I said, if if you're expected to pay rent to a stranger for even a spot to live that socially defines you, and that's just considered daily life, I mean, a society like that is going to produce a lot of bullshit. And this is one of the bullshits. So, it's produced in Texas, as well as the foreign world. There are people in Texas who firmly believe in Agenda 2030. There are major cities that will push it, that will redefine themselves as 15-minute cities. These mega cities within cities. Uh, these, these micro cities, I mean, within these mega cities. And that'll be a rise in the next century, starting in the next decade. Uh... There will be hipsters who influx from California, etc., that it'll just be a bunch of fucking globalist bullshit running the politics and agendas and schools. Um, There is no safety from this from Texas just for its sake of being from Texas. We're not special, but we can be special if we know what we're talking about, if we know what we're dealing with, and if we point it out uh, before it happens. Uh, And that's what the purpose of this episode is. This is the released information on Agenda 2030. I will be just listing the names of the major mission statements, the major objectives for Agenda 2030. So that you know that everyone from the Freemasons to corporate leaders and executives of these major Fortune, Fortune 500 companies, these billionaires and millionaires and lawyer class people, who these engineers, these New Worlder people, these modernists, these futurists like Elon Musk... These uh, people who control and manage franchises like Whataburger or HEB, etc. that they all believe in this. This is 100% they're in lockstep. They're in absolute conformity and hegemony with this belief. And this is why they, for example, thought you had to all wear masks. Because you, the people, we, the people, are a class of natives considered, like, savages to this other ruling class, despite us being neighbors, literally neighbors, from the same communities, same geographies, the same cities, the same locales, the same cultures, the same ethnicities and tribes. Uh, for example, I'm Native American, um... But having lived with Hispanics my entire life, I understand that there are multiple castes and classes simply of Hispanics uh, based on generational and caste and class uh, systems. Like, not only is it your income, but it's how you could port yourself and uh, the way you, for example, dress and act and what your culture represents and how you represent yourself. Uh, And this is as this is as complex as there are any other internal divisions um, so I understand that agenda 2030 it's not oh because it's the whites or it's the blacks or it's the Europeans or it's the Chinese or it's, it's everyone it, That there, there, there are class traitors there are <coughs> um, uh, deep infiltrators there are sleeper cells there are people who are just loyal Loyal via brainwashing. and Loyal via selection and choice. And it's it's voluntary. That they are voluntarily in support of Agenda 2030. Regardless of how toxic it is. But this is the mission statement that they will follow. This is their plans. That they wish to accomplish within the next seven years. The next seven years. By 2030. And as I said, Texas will be fighting for its independence. Legally. And, and uh, judicially, um, by 2035, it will receive this national divorce. It will receive the secession permission, as stipulated in its own constitution, and will lead to national reform and popularly vote for independence by 2035. So, Agenda 2030 is what we will be gaining independence from, but hopefully not carrying forward within our own state. So, it's an enemy that's... Uh, Beyond simply gaining independence but one internally that we must fight as a literal mimetic enemy or a cultural enemy a religion as it were a holy war from the Luciferians the Illuminati and the Freemasons that we know as the globalists so Agenda 2030's mission statements are To complete the Great Reset. The Great Reset being the return of time to year zero and the return of the world to the Cold War between capitalism and communism as represented by the superpowers, the United States of America and China. That is what the Great Reset is code for. The Great Reset to the year 1945. Otherwise known as Year Zero, the Cypher Year, the creation of the one world government proper, known as the Patriot Society or Jason Society. This international cabal of think tank military elites and lifelong political leaders, along with their industrial Freemason cohorts, created the alternative reality, the shadow world, the breakaway civilization, improper, in connection and control by the dark fleet, not Waffen, the Fourth Reich. They want to reset the world culturally to the year zero, 1946, after rebuilding after a great atomic war. ...and the creation of a doomsday scenario stalemate between political powers creating the dialectic between red and blue. This leads into their next objective, the one world government. Because what follows in a Cold War scenario, especially of mutually assured global domination is the taking of sides, because you cannot remain neutral on a moving train. All nations ideologically align with either the socialists, the communists, or the capitalists, regardless of by force or by popular choice. And all will pay the price and suffer the consequences of their actions in time. This is effectively a one-world government. Because there's only one government that the world recognizes at the end of the day. There's an either or system. It's not an inclusivity system. It's not a multipolarity system. There's no mutually assured cooperative control between different political systems. There's only the system that you follow and the system that you fight. The fourth industrial revolution. The fourth industrial revolution is the revolution using everything from nanotechnology to AI-controlled models of engineering. Drastically reshaping how the industrial foundation of our nation and its economy, plus the nations of all economies, work. Because even though the refinery and factory system is relatively very new historically it still has centuries of traditions and expectations on how to properly manage and organize itself specifically based on human capital for example in the fourth industrial revolution human engineers will be inferior to engineer AI You don't need human engineers to do things like develop automobiles anymore. You have AI which can do the job much faster, more efficient and in a single processing unit rather than multiple departments uh, employing dozens of separate long-term educated and dedicated human engineers asking realistically compare, uh, realistically very high and much higher than the AI's operating cost salaries uh, over decades with the uh, likewise ever surmounting cost of the obligationary uh, benefits, health, dental, vacation, etc., now I say this because I don't support the fourth industrial revolution but I say this because I understand its processes capitalism is turbo mode for profits at the cost and sacrifice of all humanity or reckoning of human needs they don't give a fuck about you regardless of who you are and the higher your job is in the intellectual totem pole the more likely you are to be replaced in this fourth industrial revolution. Because the aristocracy does not want competition. As the aristocracy turns into the technocracy, the the competition for these very limited positions of feudal power and lordship over technology Given that it has the rest, like what I, the list that I'm going to continue reading basically cancels out the need for a high class technical society of engineers, uh, maintenance staff, uh, mathematicians, uh, physicists, scientists, chemists, for example. All the chemistry can be done with an AI now. Absolutely 100% the case. It can be done completely by digital computerized models. They can create new... For example, they put an AI to work creating biological and chemical weapons and within a few hours, it created thousands of new ones. That is absolutely a fact that the entirety of the military-industrial complex research uh, and design staffing for every major country, Russia and America, during the Cold War, failed to conclude or create as many biological and chemical weapons as this one AI did within a matter of hours. That is how powerful AI is in terms of replacing the so-called quote-unquote intellectual classes. The intelligentsia has been uh, made obsolete. And this is going to be a shockwave felt around the world. That no longer can you be a very comfortably employed um, textile engineer making decisions on fabrics and, you know, based on, uh, you know, the whims and desires of a major fashion company, like a clothes designing company, and the garment industry, because now that's all on file. Um, It's been digitized. It's, by 2023, already been digitized statistically uh, by computers, and those decisions are just made via computer. There is no such thing as a necess- uh, having job experience. Just as an example, say your job is um, to design um, industrial machinery. All of it can be done with AI now. Uh, say your job is to design AI. All of it can be done with AI now. And and so, just as a hypothetical, everything needing mental power, you cannot compete with a computer. You can't. And they have multiple computers working together and tangent. And at now it's just left at a national security decision or level. So all the national security pe- people and human occupations within those fields are getting replaced. Um, soon it will be happening on a civilian industrial level. And I mean very soon, by 2030, you're going to see a lot of unemployed but very college-educated types um, railing against the system and demanding regulation. You're going to see the idea of, like, professors being called into question because now they're obsolete because you can literally just ask an AI any question and it will provide you the education you require that's going to be revolutionary for example and that's all part of the Agenda 2030 process they don't care about you, they don't care about the human value of society they want to make it more efficient and cost effective because it's far cheaper in the capitalist society just to give everyone a smartphone with access to chat GPT than to actually pay for scholarships or to get them into school. But that's going to completely revolutionarily uh, destroy the the old ways of organizing society. Like, hey, you have a college education so that must mean you're a little bit better than everybody else because that's all an illusion and bullshit too. It is. It's 100% bullshit. It's going to completely revolutionize the world and for the worst ways. But the world is already a piece of shit because it follows on illusions. But just that these are the old pieces of shit that we used to rely on. The technocratic corporatocracy. Like I said, the new way of doing things. Here's the new boss, same as the old boss. It's a technocratic corporatocracy. They don't like competition. This is the new society that will destroy the other societies, including prepaid technicianship, military, industrial complex control, um, real estate rule, like the feudal lords, banana republic style, um, gangsterism, all of like these different modes of existing, all these different alternative political and societal uh, methods of operating, are being replaced in the West by technocratic corporatocracy and the East, because that's basically the model of China as well. Technocratic corporatocracy. Which we must fight against. Total dependency on the state. Like I said, what is it replacing? The state. What is it becoming? The state. Technocratic corporatocracy is the new god, is the new state. Money is the corporatocracy part. And technocratic uh, corporation is the Silicon Valley and big tech's uh, connectivity and rule through technology. And like I said, it becomes the state. What is Agenda 2030? The agenda of the technocratic corporatocracy. Technocratic corporatocracy is in Texas. Who rules the industrial uh, industrial refineries in, in Corpus Christi or on the Gulf Coast? Uh, who runs the Fortune 500 companies in Dallas? Who runs the technic- technical and computer jobs uh, from Dell, for example, in Austin? Uh, Elon Musk, for example, is space techs or Corporation X, or Co- X company or whatever the fuck. Uh, Tesla has come to C- Texas to set up shop. Jeff Bezos, for example, is in a lot of Texas. Um, and because these are all technocratic corporatocracies and technocratic corporate big cats, fat cats, that are coming to Texas and setting up shop. Absolutely, this is how our society is growing into. And this is what we're going to be fighting against. And it, there's a total dependency on the state because when you really break it down... Elon Musk is a functionary of the state. He's a celebrity of the state, and the state supports him. They're one and the same. The The big business, the big billionaires are just feudal lords, like, basically unelected leaders in the communities and in states that they invade, and, and they're treated as welcomed um, authoritarian figures because it's like, you know, kings and dukes and, like, you know, princes and shit like that used to walk around like they just fucking owned the world and everyone was just really like, kind of like psyched to have them all over the place even though they were pieces of shit that just thought they ruled everything and they had all the money but everyone else had nothing but that produces things like the social credit system and like I said, the social credit system. It, I've been saying not only is it a virtual thing with the AI and judging your entire movement, etc., which they do. They track every single thing you do, every step you take. Uh, they can tell your heart rate, and they can, you know, wirelessly hack your computer and, and see all your keystrokes and. Nothing you do is unknown to them, and everything you do is uh, has consequences in the long run. You know, from them, from this giant Roko's Basilisk type system they have with AI controlling everything. But um, the social credit system is also the society that they are creating, and the importance that people give other people. Based on the cues of success and power that our specific society creates and endorses from the very top down. The technocratic corporatocracy is one of its biggest things is entertainment. And uh, the creating and shaping of public opinion via entertainment. And they have created a fucking savage no man's land of disrespect and uh, idiocracy. And that is how they want it, with the common and poor relying on them for education and entertainment, which are one and the same. And then them being able to shape and control public opinion to make everyone savage, belligerent, and foolish to an extreme. So much so they have people believing in things like, the next point, carbon footprint surveillance systems. What the fuck is a carbon footprint surveillance system? Well, that is a surveillance system of sensors and cameras, etc., that are going to be used to control via smart devices, etc., your utilities, your use of power, your uh, control of water, for example, private control of water, your uh, ability to operate a business in your own property, or in a residential zone, for example, uh, in a city, or anywhere else to create any kind of meaningful you know, industry, on an amateur level, on an individual level, you're going to be observed, you're going to be closely guarded and watched, and it's going to be excused, not as a surveillance state, uh, but as a uh, world conscience, global, green you know, eco-friendly, climate change, smart um, society. Once again, most likely monitored and controlled by an AI. But you're the carbon that they wish to control. By the way, all the carbon footprint subconsciously means is your life, your absolute life. That's like a you know, if I said your carbon footprint, that's like a robot coming to term or an alien trying to describe the human life span, you know, like your carbon footprint, your ability to live, and where you're going to go, and what you're going to leave behind. But because no one can work or create any meaningful wealth in a system like that, here comes the next point. After they start breaking down people's abilities to create industry or localized economies with the carbon footprint surveillance systems, and the universal monitoring and taxing they'll start with a universal basic income for compliant citizens. Yes, we know we took away your ability to create anything meaningful or any business that requires industry or manufacturing or the use of energy, for example, or utilities. Um, That fucking sucks, but you know what? You can buy everything from Amazon with our new basic income. And that's going to be enough money for you to survive month to month or check to check. Giving you the illusion of having some kind of uh, economic importance, or you know, the, of, of illusion of care from a society that has totally fucked you, fucked you so hard, you don't know how hard they fucked because uh, you have no skills, you have no experience, you have no ability to create those skills or experience, and you have no ability to uh, improve the lives of others with those skills, uh, or you know, necessary skills to run these industries. There's no. Answer for those questions about psychological validity and getting promoted or becoming a manager, or working a shift, or having the friends and family group, and how it feels to work a good job for a number of years and have job security, and uh, like, you know a welcoming place that allows you to to fulfill you know these basic needs. Rather, they want you to sit home, watch the content that they produce with these major studios, the six major studios that run the world and um, tell you exactly what to do, when to do it, buy content, watch content, buy new content, watch new content, etc. They want you just to be this lethargic, passive, lobotomized individual who doesn't even go to work, that 100% of your time is spent in front of a screen or shopping at one of their food factories uh, or or enjoying one of their 15 minute city offered luxuries like cafes, etc., but they're giving you the money to spend at their own places. That's how the scam works. Remember, every kindness is considered uh, only a kindness if it helps out the person who's being kind. You know, and that's, that's, that's the only reason they're doing it's because it helps them out in the long run. Because they've already destroyed your ability to uh, work or to have any meaningful money or controlled assets like uh, property, etc. You know, industrial assets, capital, like tractors. Uh, so they are giving you this Disney dollar system for you to go on all the rides and buy all the food and stuff like that. While you think this is life, but it's not. Like this isn't freedom at this point. I mean, they've completely given up on the idea of the rugged individual, or of success, or of capitalism, and have embraced uh, techno communism. In the form of techno corp- corporatocracy. Programmable central banking digital currencies will be the new form of money given out in these universal basic incomes. No longer will they even use the dollar, they will use Bitcoin or they'll use Pepe coin or Shiba coin or Bank coin or whatever the fuck they call it. Programmable central banking digital currencies with all assets and transactions being done digitally via card, chip, Etc. Digital Wi-Fi, just your personal account numbers. Um, anything that they... A PIN number. They don't tell you that, but you can just do that. Just Give someone your PIN number. If you just... They know what kind of card you have. If it's all universal system, a reader can just give yourself a PIN number and it approves the account without any real physical card. Um... That, like, not only that, but you can RFID chip. You don't even have to take your fucking wallet out of your, or your, your card out of your wallet. It just hits and, and, and immediately transfers the money. It's a system they already have in place. They want that programmable central banking digital currency, that Bitcoin bullshit, because they can freeze your account, they can take your account, they can instantly flood your account with money um, to make it appear that you're, you're dealing, you know, illegally. Uh, in the black market or they could um, set up their secret agents for life it's going to extend their influence because who who prints the money controls the world and if you print the money you don't need to care who makes the laws because you're effectively the ruler of that world and depopulation and I'll cut out this hour I'll make it a multi-hour video our multi-hour podcast uh, when I complete all these episodes, but I'll do it one hour at a time just for uh, brevity's sake for today. And we'll end on this depopulation note because depopulation is um, one of their biggest agendas, obviously, but it's not going to be done the way you think. It's not going to be done through genocide or purging. It's going to be done through sterilization, and it's going to be done through... um, the control of breeding and um, uh, the destruction of individual health over decades so by 2030 expect a lot more people to die of cancer expect a lot more people to die of obesity, blood disease, diabetes kidney failure uh, neurological diseases, uh, neuropathy suicides drug overdoses for example than uh, has ever died before it's going to peak actually and replace uh, natural illnesses, uh, these these clearly artificial illnesses linked to things like vaping or um, lack of exposure to sunlight or extremely unhealthy diets or, uh, you know, things like... That the, the low sterility count involving things like uh, pornography addiction or homosexuality, the LGBTQ uh, rise and stuff like that, encouraging trans kids. That, I mean, they just can't breed. So the point is you're not going to see the population ever rise when the majority are going over to these different subcultures and things like furries, for example, are growing in popularity. They don't breed. Uh, by, by and large, these specific impossible to satiate fetishes and subcultures are um, quickly becoming the youth's um, idea of sociality and society. And it's going to reflect in the next seven years with reduced birth control or birth counts to the point that alarmists will think that there is a mass sterility program and that we remember we must be even keeled or we must know that this is all part of God's will that this is all part of the process and that children are always gifts from the beyond the divine and connected to a spiritual plane that allows their souls to enter bodies that are created by cells that magical miracle process is not destroyable by any act in man, or any act of any other species. It is a metaphysical process, resulting in the perfect unison of flesh and spirit. That the issue of fertility has always been around, since literally the days of Sarah and Abraham... And that only by remaining calm and not submitting to fear porn, the mind killer, the new drug, will we hope to survive and thrive in this world enough to reach our dreams of independence from it. To achieve victory, we must live our lives with optimism and childlike wonder, And embrace the responsibilities and miracle of delivering children, of being fruitful and multiplying, of embracing life with joy, as fertility, and to always be in the spring and summer of our soul. That our bodies are good, created by the eternal Creator in their image, and that this is a right thing to do, as prescribed by Adam, to Adam by God personally, when created in the Garden of Eden. It is good to have families. It is good to be a family person, a family man, a mother, a father. It is good to wish to have children. It is good to wish to create children and to raise them right. It is truly a treasure and a reward and a miracle. to be able to do so. And it's truly a blessing in that sense of the word. Whatever faith or creed one follows, family and children are always most high. And that will be the salvation, that spirit will be the salvation that will keep us preserved and forever. Because it always has been the case Where people have been getting married and having children. And it always will be the case. That people are getting married and having children. Regardless if it's as much as it has been. And regardless if we start feeling the effects and ramifications of that. As our cities begin to turn to ghost towns. As our populations begin to turn older. And grayer in front of our eyes. And we begin to know the meaning of humility, you begin to understand the beauty of a child's cries. We will know that nothing can fill the void. For an education into this, watch no child. Or sorry, watch Children of Men. Sorry, Children of Men is a great film to watch. That's pure disclosure about how soon and how uh, quickly the fertility and sterility issue will be a reality and how psychologically it affects every single person in the world um, with this Malthusian sense of extinction and uh, ironically overpopulation and nihilism Uh, In an era where literally nobody can have children and no one has had children for nearly a decade. That is the plot of the movie. And it is an incredibly realistic film. It is an incredibly well done film. And definitely one you should watch for the understanding of what depopulation truly means and what it will entail during this rise of Agenda 2030. And the creation of the 15-minute city and the technocratic corporations rise, you know, via cyberpunk-type timelines. And then the uh, creation of the fallout Great civil, uh, so, great Cold War, Cold War 2.0 between China and the United States of America in the 20s, in the, or the 2000s, basically. And uh, starting from the 2020s moving to 2077 to the initial predicted nuclear apocalypse of uh, the world, which is the the, re, the great reset, you know, the great eternal reset to year zero, uh, the Stone Ages. The great cyclical apocalypse, as they're predicting. But I will leave with that mission points. There are many more mission points. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 more mission points that I'll be getting to uh, with a series of uh, these episodes. So thank you all very much. And then I'll combine all these episodes, sound uh, clips into one super episode and release that. Thank you very much uh, for joining me and uh, God bless you and your families. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Uh, thank you all very much out there in dreamland. I've been the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcast to you from the third coast, the Gulf Coast, the uh, best coast of Texas. And uh, thank you all very much. Peace out.